Hello guys, welcome to my podcast. It's time for tea again. Uh, so in this episode, I will be talking to one of my closest friends with whom I've been friends for for as long as I can remember. And we're just talking about some memories and also uh, her horse riding and a lot of interesting facts about horses and horse riding as a sport and things I never knew so I actually found it very interesting and I didn't think I'd find it interesting because horse riding isn't my passion but I think there's many interesting things discussed in this podcast so I really hope you enjoy it um and also yeah just just enjoy okay Uh, and just one thing, you might notice that the quality of the podcast itself isn't the best it could be, um, especially later on in the podcast when we add some messages I've received from other listeners. But so you learn. So next time I'll be sure to make sure we speak a bit closer to the microphone and also that yeah, the, we use the correct venue to record the podcast. But yeah. Um, I'll, I guess I'll just get better with time. Okay, enjoy. Carla, hello. Oh my word, I'm so glad you're here. Um, I've been waiting for this, I'm so excited. <laughs> what have you been up to? Well, not really much. Um, well, actually quite a lot if you think about it. Um, I actually came back to Kotgietersrus from Joburg just before lockdown. And then during lockdown actually when we were allowed to move again we um had to move house so that oh, was wow. quite a big thing and then i've been basically doing what everyone else has been doing i've been baking and cooking. did you do a banana bread <laughs> no <laughs> not oh wow. i didn't do no i did do bread you did chocolate cake yes chocolate cake cinnamon buns yes oh, that is your, i remember um, and cookies oh wow yeah, you've been productive cookies. girl mm. Okay. And then obviously I am very excited because we also just did a YouTube video. Oh yes. I, and um, yeah, I'm, I didn't even introduce you properly. So, so tell me more about <laughs> yourself. Well, I'm Carla Swanepoel or Carla. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am 21 years old and I am currently in Portretes which is my hometown. And um, I've been in Joburg for quite a few years. Oh, what do you do? Yeah. And well, now I am here because of lockdown. Oh, yeah. Doing yeah. the same as everybody else. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, well, that's basically it. Yeah, well, I'm so glad you're here. Like, I- I'm really so excited about this podcast. Like, I've been freaking out. <laughs> I- at first, I thought I'd take this very heavy, like, planned out thing but now i decided i'm just gonna do the chill and just chat with you and see how it goes maybe maybe it's good you know (laughs) (laughs) next week i will be talking to scott for side note about a few things so that will also be exciting yeah that's very exciting i think i'm even more excited than you yeah must be and also (laughs) i have so many people i want to talk to so this is thank you so much for being the first yeah, I've been I've been actually really surprised with the feedback on my first podcast because it was it was very nerve wracking and I was <laughs> I was excited but it was I feel like it was cringy the first one because I had no <laughs> idea of how to approach it or what my plans was 
but I really received a lot of support. I actually, uh, there's this one message I actually want to read to you because you, Carla, you, you don't know, it, <laughs> it, it made my day. And it came from a total stranger, which I'm just friends with on Facebook. But wow. it, was, it was so nice. Let me, let me read it. Okay, it goes like this. Hello, I took some time to listen to your podcast while stuffing my face with weekend snacks. I think that you can reach a wide audience as you seem somewhat open-minded and versatile in your approach. This certainly counts in your favor as anyone from all walks of life can listen and relate to you. While it's great to be able to freely talk about literally anything, I hope you also feel confident in providing tips on things where you feel you have some level of expertise. Also, follow various international national gossip and news channels on YouTube to discuss anything interesting you come across. There are so many things. I admire your courage to speak in English and expose your inner being in a raw manner. I wish more people could do that. Perhaps then we'll see more of ourselves in other people than what we initially thought were possible. All the best. I'll be sure to listen from time to time. Like raw. Can yeah. you even? Yeah, it's so nice to, to hear that people are so encouraging of other people. I think yeah. it's changed a lot over the years, actually. Yeah, it really has, because I was really, I was so nervous. And then I received so many messages from people I didn't <laughs> even think even followed me or were friends with me. It, it's, it's amazing, and it made me more confident, and I think... That's why I feel like this episode, I have so much more confidence. <laughs> I'm sure it will be better. <laughs> anyway. Um, so we've been friends for a long time, eh? Very Your, long. Wow. About nine years. I what? actually cannot believe it. I know. You it's are, insane. Well, I don't... Uh, crazy. I'm almost tired of you now. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> One of the very first memories that pops into my head is that one time... I think we were still in grade eight. It was like almost <laughs> in the end of the year and the kids were starting with exam and we, everybody, like nobody wanted to be in school anymore because it was so chilled. We didn't mm. have a lot of work to do anymore. And it was, yeah, so the, the matrix wrote the exams in another like area, but we had this, <laughs> this card on our collars to, with the color coded different yes. for each grade. Um, and so obviously you can, could distinguish between the grades. But that day, we, you actually found your mother to come and fetch us. And she said, no, if you really want to go, you can, you can slip. But she, she didn't think we would do that. She, I swear, I think she just thought, oh, I'm not going to put in the effort to come and fetch you. And so we decided to sit. So right after English, we thought, what's the worst that can happen? And it was the closest to the gate. <laughs> yeah, and it was the closest class to the gate. And we were like, okay, it's now or never. <laughs> and we were in our school class and we passed the matrix and just when we passed the matrix we saw the headmaster coming from the front and we freaked out we took <laughs> off our tickets we ran to the closest tree which at least it was a, a larger yeah, very big yeah and we threw our bags into the gardens and <laughs> then we we literally crawled around the tree because it was on the corner yes. and it came from the one corner and then so we crawled around all the way so that you couldn't see us. That was so funny. And I, I was holding you and you were holding the tree. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. And then we ran. 
we ran because we thought yeah. like somebody's gonna catch us and my one shoe fell off and I was already like momentum and stuff and I had to turn around <laughs> and go and fetch the shoe and I was stressing so bad and we ran out of the gate into one of the a shop that your a friend of us owned yeah. and we ran into his shop which which is also just opposite the school yeah, it's very and close. and we found your mother and then she came to fetch us or something which she couldn't believe that yeah we did and it. then we got pizza and it was great and then later <laughs> that that afternoon we we came back so your mother brought us back to school oh in the car but when we went back we laid like what under the chairs <laughs> flat in the car so that nobody could see us and then she climbed out of the car and got the bags and while we were like lying on top of each other in the car we saw one of our other friends slipping with his brother as well Yo. Do you remember? And we, we saw the teacher as well one of our teachers yeah, but the, she didn't see us though. no 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 we just saw yeah so yeah. that was crazy but it was so fun it was probably yeah. one of my best early memories yeah. of us no, definitely. But that also um, reminds me of the time when we went to our friends to just say hi or whatever. Yeah. And we walked there. And um, I, don't, I don't even know how long we stayed. But I remember when we wanted to leave, they didn't have a remote for the for the gate. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know how we got in. Oh, someone opened. Yes, it was in a complex. And someone opened because they went out and we just walked Walked in. in, But the parents weren't supposed to know that we were there. But also, the parents weren't there at that moment. So we could, yeah. So, but yeah, so when we wanted to go, um, obviously (laughs) they don't have a remote to open the gate. And we decided that it would be a great idea to try and climb over the wall which <laughs> actually didn't turn out too yeah, great well, because I did it easily. yeah you did it and right. on the heavy one because you were afraid of standing on the other one's back, back and, and I was like wall. no bro I'm heavier than you I'm tw- twice your size because you're so tiny and small and short but I was like no I'm, I'm gonna get out but, but was yeah, we were laughing so much and because I didn't want to climb onto the but I was already back, on the other yeah, side you were on top you were on top Oh, you're, you're no, I was, was I, wasn't yeah, I on the other were, side? No, of, you okay. were on top because I think I even wanted your help to like pull me up <laughs> and then we couldn't do it. <laughs> so we were laughing so hard, but, but we only started laughing that bad when yes. you were on top of the wall yes. and you were lying with your whole body. <laughs> oh that was so funny oh and then like for almost it felt like half an hour but i'm sure it was only like a minute yeah. <laughs> but for like that whole minute we couldn't say anything we were laughing so hard and, and i was, was just hanging there yeah. <laughs> because you couldn't function properly because the, your body was just like into the laughing mode oh, that was word. hilarious fun yeah. times eh? yeah. fun times but anyway, let's get to the point for the reason you're actually here to talk about your horses. Tell me more about them. Well, I have two. two oh, horses. And you're, you're like a horse junkie, eh? You yeah, love horse riding. I love my horses so much. So I have two mares, um, two different breeds actually. And they're actually the same age. They both, well, the one is turning 10 and the other one is 10. Um, they're in Gauteng at the moment because obviously that's... Well, now it's separated, right? Yeah, well, it's, yeah, that's sad. It's quite difficult, actually. But um, 
Gauteng is a bit better to be, you know, for the horses. It's, yeah. There's a lot more things to do for them, like competitions or whatever. And I've had them for about six years. Wow, wow, yeah. that's long. Yeah. Okay. What what type of horse riding have you done or are you interested in? Well, I do mainly dressage at the moment. Um, well, both of my horses are dressage horses. Yeah. I did do jumping when I was little but, okay. or like younger. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I don't really. I like it, but I I don't know. Yeah. Okay. And like, did you do any competitions or go to any well, events? I did do quite a few competitions. Um, the biggest one that I did was SA Champs, SA wow. Junior Champs, Ooh. and that was in Durban. So we went down for that. I only went with my one horse. Yeah. Um, because she was she's the older one. The one that I took is the older one even okay. if it's only by a year. Oh. So, you know, I took her because obviously she had a bit more experience and yeah, that was my biggest one, but I've done loads of competitions. Yeah, okay. And how far can you go with horse riding in South Africa or is South Africa not really the... Well, you know, you can you can go to the top. You can definitely do Grand Prix dressage or, you know, do the bigger classes for jumping and whatever. But, you know, I would rather be in Europe yeah, yeah. if you really want to pursue a career in horse riding i would say that's better because the competitions are bigger you can do the fei classes yeah. it's it's just there's so so much more things and competitions and whatever that you can do there that i would you know suggest rather going there because the 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 field here is a bit, you know, it's small. It's uh, not, yeah, yeah. there's not, you know, your competition actually stays the same. Okay. So you go and do Grand Prix and you end up competing against the same three people uh, for basically yeah, your I whole understand. career. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what do you need to qualify? Like, do you need any qualifications or is there any qualifications that will enhance your, your success at your or riding? Yeah. Well, you can technically to start riding. Obviously, you don't need anything. You just need a horse. Need a horse. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you don't really need anything to start riding. Um, you basically when you start managing a yard or managing horses or whatever, they, that's when you would need a qualification. Um, you know, obviously to manage people and to know what to feed horses and. Obviously, when you do a yard, it's not just two horses. You need to look after about, let's say, some yards are even up to 60 horses. So you need to yeah. know how to look after each individual horse. So that becomes a business more than just a hobby. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, qualification-wise, there is stuff. It's called ECASA. So you can do that. But um, I know there's a few things around it that say it's not you don't qualify international, okay. internationally anymore. Yeah. So that's a bit of an issue. Yeah, yeah. bummer. Okay, do you have any tips regarding horses? Like, not to be scared or... Um, sure, I think you just need to... You know, try it. <laughs> try it. It's very addictive, to be oh. honest. Um, it's amazing. But yeah, just love the process. Because, oh. you know, working with horses and riding is a process, process of learning yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. time. Like, you can never know enough you always learn something new with horses it, it's like a never-ending story so just love the process love what you do yeah okay that's that's a very good advice do you do you plan on pursuing a career in horse riding like uh, in terms of either the riding or coaching or anything having a horse school maybe one day um yeah definitely 
I really want to do it. Yeah. It is a bit difficult, like I said, in South Africa, even with regards to young horses and the different competitions we have for young horses. Um, so if I ever have the chance to move overseas, or even if it's just for a few years, I would probably do it and just mm. try and start something there. Um, it is obviously more expensive to own a horse there. It really is because the weather, everything, you know, plays a part mm. um, with regards to paddocks and whatever, whatever, yeah. So and space. And um, it's a bit more difficult. So I don't know. We'll see what the future brings. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, well, really anything is now, anyway limited because yeah, of the corona so. exactly so no one's riding overseas or like a lot of riding stopped overseas as well just like here so we'll see what happens maybe one day just before i'm like gray and old i would be in europe riding yeah, hopefully bit. that never happens because i need you here <laughs> with me um okay so i received the following question for you to answer so uh, I spoke to someone who studies at OP and uh, she told me one day that horses die very easily because of uh, GIT problems. Um, so apparently they have a very small gastrointestinal system in relation to their body. And um, so I wanted to ask you, do you know if that's true? And secondly, um, what do you feed the horses? So, to answer the question, um, what I know is that um, definitely they have small stomachs in regards to their body, like it's small for how big horses actually are, but um, this, their small intestine actually is 21 meters long. What? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't think that's the issue, but yes, horses actually, um, they're very sensitive animals um sadly they can die very easily of colic but you get you get different types of colics in horses and it can be fatal it actually is very sad because sometimes you know it's just you can't actually you can manage it you like what you feed your horse and whatever yes it can help but some horses are prone to colicking and that's just And even stressful events, it's not even, you know, you can do everything right with yours and then they stress and they colic and it might not be the end, but it could be. They can also go for colic op, like the operation, whatever, and they do whatever. And um, they can survive it, but, you know, it's high risk. It's it's high risk. It's very expensive Um, and the recovery is very long. Obviously, you know, you would do anything to save your horse. Yeah, because it's your child, it's your baby. (laughs) Exactly, but it is a very scary topic, actually. You know, for me, it's, I don't even, my horse actually colicked once, and it's very scary. (laughs) I can only imagine. So, um, horses are meant to graze the whole day, so they're supposed to eat grass, like, 24-7. Okay, so... Uh, my horses, for instance, they get their grass um, when we make sure that they have grass the whole day. And then they also get concentrates, which is mainly for horses, you know, if they're breeding or racing or just normal work or whatever, you give them concentrates just to help with 
their muscle building and you know in okay, proteins like or whatever. Supplements. Yeah, and for energy, and yeah, so you can give them uh, concentrates as well. You have to be careful of that because that obviously can. If you give them too much, their stomachs actually can't handle ha- it. Yeah, handle it oh. because the stomach is so small. So you have to really you know yeah. read into it and figure out what's best for your horse sure. because all horses um you know like i said they need individual care so mm. even with food you can't just give them all the same stuff um like what are there any other medical factors that can that can be an issue like oh well for competition horses like mine and a lot of other people's horses even if it's endurance or racing or whatever they can actually get physio um, wow. which helps a lot in their well-being because, believe me, they can get quite sore, um, especially their backs, because they have a rider on them. So, yeah. you know, it gets very sore. And then they can also get acupuncture and Cairo. So oh. that's quite cool. My horses actually have had it, all of that done. Yes, <laughs> and right. they respond quite well to the treatment. Just like humans, horses can also not respond well to maybe acupuncture or whatever so but at least mine are fine with all of that okay and then they can also a sad thing for south african horses is that we have african horse sickness and you get two different types um and that's actually it's so sad um it's very fatal actually recently like a lot of horses are survive can survive if you give them the right stuff but um you know a lot of them actually don't make it either it's and it's caused by midges and mosquitoes the same as west so you can't really keep it away from them in any way so we get you inject them once a year um, two injections it's given i think three weeks apart and um that helps that helps a lot but you know you, you do it because you don't there's there's not a lot of I think there's a lot of research yes behind it but you know what else can you do you you rather just give them the vaccination rather than not doing it and so then... you're a vax mom <laughs> <laughs> well in all no anti vax mom yeah but also if you don't um give them the AHS um, vaccinations and West Nile you're actually not allowed to compete um, so horse riding as a sport is obviously known as a very expensive sport all around the world, I think. Um, what, what does it cost? What's the estimation around South Africa? Oh, well, um, it is quite expensive if you look at, you know, some saddles and gear and whatever that you would need. But month to month, um, I honestly think... If you're lucky enough to have your own property where you can keep a horse or whatever, you um, it would work out a bit cheaper than what we pay to stable them, you know, at a professional yard. Um, mm. Roughly, like for instance, outside just outside of Pretoria, you're looking at about three and a half thousand rand a month. Um, that's without per horse. Yeah, per oh, horse. Wow. But that would probably include. Or let's say 4,000 rand, that would include grass the whole day and yeah. concentrates and basic grooming and, yeah. you know, just looking after the horses. And then in Joburg, um, Kailami, that's, Kailami, that's the proper yeah. <laughs> racing, racing area, yeah, right? And the, well, the horse riding area, yeah, um, that's yeah. the biggest. Uh, well, you can start it maybe 
four and a half if you're lucky <laughs> i don't think you would actually find a yard for mm, that much that's crazy and you have two horses that's shine yeah. well the, the going rate what do you eat is, <laughs> can you afford food <laughs> i actually go and steal my horses grass and they concentrate oh, that's what I'm so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like on a salad diet um yeah but it can go up to as much as ten thousand rand a horse Yo, so, that's yeah. Yeah, crazy yeah. Wow. And then compared you, to like school rugby imagine <laughs> yeah. and you also have to keep in mind that if you compete you actually have to get your horses treated by a visual or whatever to make sure they're still comfortable yeah. you actually have to get the dentist for them what they, oh, i think i need a dentist <laughs> at this moment um their feet get done okay yeah you know every you see that part weeks. on the movies also yeah always cleaning the feet but i think no, well, the shoes, they have the, to yeah, put the yeah. shoes and trim the feet and whatever because it's like a nail. Yeah, so, which grows. Yeah. And um, any extras, you know, they, they actually need fly spray. <laughs> they yeah. need, maybe need supplements. They need extra stuff. It's and obviously just, when they get sick, it's a lot oh, of wow. extra costs. That's, you don't even that's a lot. And I know sometimes people say with horses, especially when they get an injury or when they, they get sick, sometimes they say the only way to 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 deal with this is to put down the walls and obviously yeah. that's you want to do anything not to put down the walls so you're gonna yeah. sometimes just get the money somewhere yeah and rob a bank well you get insurance for your horses so that's yeah. cool oh, because wow. you pay it's basically like a phone <laughs> Ooh, we have so much in common <laughs> it's, yeah, it's you just pay monthly or installment you obviously have different plans uh, and yeah. then um it's some of them is kind of like medical aid, but then most of it is um, just insurance. So yeah. they also, you know, pay out if your horse actually dies. Oh, so they all pay yeah. out the full amount of your horse that he was worth. What do you do when he dies? Do you like cremate him, bury him? Where where do they go? Do you, does the vet take care of them? Um, well, yeah, cremate. You can cremate them. It's quite expensive because they have to come and fetch them. Oh, yeah. And that can be quite sad because you have to keep them at the property or wherever they actually um, passed away. You have to keep them there until they can come and fetch them, but oh, you can yeah. cremate them. Or um, a lot of people just choose to um, shoot them mm. and take them to the line park. Because, you know, you, if you oh. um, euthanize or put down your horse, they have chemicals in their body, so you actually can't take them to the line park because... Oh, they can't yeah. eat it yeah oh my god that's yeah. crazy imagine yeah. taking your baby to the lion park i would die <laughs> well your horse probably then did <laughs> already <laughs> um is it true like i know somewhere i heard and i think I, I just know this it's like a general knowledge thing that horses can't really lie down a lot or so, <laughs> so do they even sleep do they stand sleep standing or how does it work? Yes, they actually sleep while they stand, but they would lie down for um, maximum an hour okay. at night, yeah. or sometimes. Well, they would sleep. They would lie down in their paddocks if they're happy and they know they there's no predators around. They would lie down in their paddocks in the afternoons and soak up some sun. They Ooh. actually, yeah, you know, they do that for to, to get whatever from the vitamins, yeah. or whatever from the sun. Um. So yeah, but they don't actually lie down at night. So if they lie down, do they lie down like in a in a kind of upright position, or do they lie down on their sides? Um, kind of upright. Oh wow! Yeah, like a yeah. dog, which is awake. yeah, yeah, almost. 
Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever really noted, ta- taken the time to actually look at how it looks. Uh, yeah, but you uh, wouldn't actually see a horse lying down anyway. Uh, because, yeah. <clears throat> you know, they don't always like to. Because if, like I say, they, they need to know that they're safe in their environment because we take them out of the wild and then we put them in stables mm. and they herd animals. So they need to know that they're safe and protected. And only then they would actually lie down. Oh, um, okay. And then also, because then you make a noise at night if you go in to check on them, they would probably get up. If they, my horses in winter, they probably just stay down because it's cold, it's cold and they snuggle up. Um, but yeah, they mostly stand. Because they also eat, you know, the whole yeah, time. the whole time. So they because they eat raw, so obviously yeah, it's they, not like protein. Yeah, but, so they yeah. would doze off, they would like stand there and whatever, and then also during the night eat and drink water lots my horses yeah. drink lots of water so yeah it's so funny i'm thinking now that when we spoke about horses being getting sick so easily or being quite what fragile if you may um how in afrikaans we have this saying paard fris but like yeah. actually you know fris persoon is known for being also strong and yeah. healthy but it's quite the opposite with horses actually eh? yeah you know you can get very strong horses and whatever but they can be quite sensitive to certain things yeah, factors and yeah. stuff. okay what would you say is the best horse for beginners like is there a specific uh, breed of horse for beginners not not really um Funny enough, I actually, I've had my best and worst experiences <laughs> on a thoroughbred or thoroughbred horses. You know, they actually, they very level-headed horses because they start from such a young age, um, younger than most horses. So they very, very sweet horses. But to be honest, I would rather just say a experienced schoolmaster because sometimes they're a bit older, yeah. so they've seen everything and you know, they're yeah, used yeah. to a lot of stuff. So I wouldn't say a specific breed because, it's, you know, you can get a... Gra- different personalities yeah, as well. Because like yeah. my horse, for instance, people, do, they actually don't believe me that she's a Frisian because she is crazy. And normally <laughs> Frisians are not crazy. They say they're the best beginner's horses or, you know, they're super chilled and laid back. Yeah. Mine isn't. <laughs> so they're eating the jeans. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> So I'm just saying, you know, any horse, yeah. whatever. Have you ever fallen off from horse, off of horse? <laughs> yes, I have quite a few times, and a lot of, or most of the times, it ends up in concussion. Oh, so, oh wow! I remember that one time you couldn't come to school after horse yeah. riding. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I've yeah, it's, I've had a, quite a few bad falls. I actually yeah. nearly died on the one time because oh, I wow. nearly fell in a toro in front <laughs> of a truck. <laughs> And I still have a hole in my leg oh from the no, other time that I fell on concrete. But it's funny because the worst injuries you actually did or what again that happened that happened <laughs> was when you fell off a jumping castle. <laughs> so like you're living the lot on the edge, but nothing really happens that's like breaking your bones or anything. Yeah. And then when you were little, you literally fell off a, a jumping castle. <laughs> I know, yeah. Fine. But at least I can still ride even with a 
broken funny, arm. Yeah, funny elbow. <laughs> okay. And, um, okay, I actually had a, a listener send me a message of um, her experience with a horse, which were also, it was quite a funny story. So I enjoyed it quite a lot. So just listen. Hi, Risha. It's Kayla here. I actually have a funny story about one of my experiences with horses. Where I live, they used, there's fields just down the way from me, and they used to have horses in them. So my family and I used to, whenever we would go for walks and stuff, we used to bring apples and carrots with us so that we could feed the horses and treat them and stuff. And one of the days, I decided to be brave and go by myself, and I didn't have any apples or carrots with me. So I was pulling the grass out on my side of the fence, and as I was bending over to pull some of the grass out, one of the horses just got carried away, I guess, and must have thought my back. <laughs> looked like a juicy apple or something and it bit me on like my lower back and it was so sore that I, I remember like having to try and hobble back to my house because I thought it was like so so painful but yeah that's my story and I thought you'd like that <laughs> yeah, that's Shame. Funny. have you ever been bitten by a horse or thankfully not not yeah but you you why did you tell me that one time about that girl that the, the you, girl that bit me? <laughs> <laughs> Not the girl that bit you. The girl that got bitten on her breast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad a girl has never bitten you. No, no, no. no someone no. actually has. Really? <laughs> Which type of people do you... No, it was this horse crazy girl, and I wasn't actually friends with her. I don't know, we just knew each other, and she thought she was a horse, and she bit me. What? <laughs> I remember when I was little, there used to be this girl, I think every school had that one girl that thought she was a horse, and so, like, break time, she would run around here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was a <laughs> Same girl. <laughs> You know what I'm thinking just right now because we, when we laugh, our voices get that high pitch. And I know that a lot of times when we send someone a voice note together, they can never tell us apart. Yeah. So I wonder if the listeners will actually know who am I. Oh, oh word. That's going to be so funny. <laughs> yeah, so my name is Risha Wilding and I am a horse rider. <laughs> this is my story. And no. I am Carla Swanapur and I study law. <laughs> Well, that was fun. Thank you so much for joining me. I, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did because I love this. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, guys, so that was our podcast. I, again, for the like 100th time, hope you enjoyed it. I had so much fun recording it with my friend. Um, we oh, we laughed so hard you don't even know um so yeah i'll be leaving her instagram her details in the credits or the description of the podcast so please check out her profile if you're interested and don't forget to watch our youtube video which was also so funny we really enjoyed it it was very funny especially the end of the video i literally almost laughed myself to death so that was quite funny um i think i'll also leave the link of the video in the podcast and yeah that was carla swanapu and amarisha wilding and i hope you have an amazing day
my recommendation for the week is to take a listen to this artist's music. His name is Ethan, um, with an M at the end. And I just love his music. I've been obsessing. Those of you that follow me on Instagram would have seen I've already posted like three stories of me listening to his music. I'm obsessed. I'm pretty sure I'm obsessed. But yeah, it's he's a great artist and I just love his voice. And if you don't listen to his music, you'll it'll be a, a real bummer and you'll be missing out. Okay.